Good morning. This is the old Trailblazer broadcast. This is Pastor Albert Pendarvis, the old Trailblazer, bringing you another message from God's Word. Yes, we're here in our studios at the First Baptist Church of Algiers. And you folks there in our radio audience, would you write us? It's Radio Missions. Post Office Box 1810, Walker, Louisiana, 70785. Let me give you uh, an invitation to write us, and we send you a catalog of our Radio Bible and Bookstore. Radio Bible and Bookstore, uh, send you a catalog of all of these gracious books that we have and Bibles, and all of them are discounted to our folks, and we'd just love to send that to you. We also have a Spanish catalog, and uh, would you help us with the broadcast here on the Old Trailblazer? takes a lot of money to put these broadcasts on. The Voice of Truth broadcast every Sunday goes out over this nation. The devil's always uh, after the broadcast. That's right, opposition springing up everywhere. But the Lord is in control, and I praise the Lord for it. But we're bringing you a series of studies now on Satan, the God of this world. We've been there now three or four weeks, maybe, it seems like. And uh, we're looking at the doctrines of devils. Yes, we're looking at the doctrine of devils, how that Satan has permeated our pulpits, permeated our Bible schools, permeated our colleges, and uh, now we have a new gospel, a new age gospel, that's right, and we find as a result of all of these things, many of our pastors, their preachers, their uh, their conscience have been seared. That's right. They're jealous in their in their in their pulpit. They won't have it. They won't have it. But they're hung up, as it were, on this new theology, having their conscience seared, their past feeling. As Paul wrote to the Ephesians, and they're the most cruel people in the world. That's right. These unsaved religious leaders are the ones who put our Lord to death. Christ said they would kill you for thinking that, and thinking they were doing God's will. They will hate you without a cause. And the only reason they do not kill God's born-again, so-called God's born-again, God-called minister, is because they're afraid of the law. That's right. They'd put us off the air in a second if they didn't know that they were breaking the law. These fellows will preach freedom of worship and practice soul slavery, yes, yeah, because they nothing about the freedom of Christ in salvation. Having their conscience seared with a hot iron. The word seared means branded, like branding cattle. That's right. The Greek word means uh, caustic, which means having the power of burning or corroding or eating away their conscience. Listen, my friend, until they cannot sit in judgment upon themselves. Therefore, they're unable to see themselves as they are, blinded by the God of this world. Their understanding is blinded. Let me ask you something this morning, my friend. Have you ever seen yourself lost and blinded and on the way to hell? I have. That's what we mean here by Holy Spirit conviction. Folks get upset when we ask if they've ever been under Holy Spirit conviction. It's simply, and it's not simply either, but it's the Holy Spirit of God coming and brooding over the sinner and open his mind. We're all blinded by nature. That's right. The Bible says, and you hath he quickened who were dead in sin. Listen, every sinner outside of Christ is a dead sinner. That's right. And then listen, therefore they've missed the Lord. If you've never been awakened to your lost condition, you're not saved this morning. You say, well, old trailblazer, you mighty dogmatic. Well, I tell you this, my friend. The Bible says, if any man be in Christ, he's a new creature. Are you a new creature? Have you ever went and looked in your mirror in your bathroom? Maybe, uh, my, my friend, while you shaving in the morning, brushing your teeth, would you just look up there in that mirror and open your eyes wide and say, have I ever been born again? Am I a new creature? Has old things passed away in my life? Do I have a new heart? Do I have a new spirit? 
Do I have a, a quiet conscience, a quiet spirit that I can go about, move in and out of God's people, and love to hear the Lord praised and honored? That's what God's child does, my friend. Therefore, folks have missed the Lord. You see, my friend, when a person takes a stand away from or against the truth, God brands them in their natural state and leaves them to their own doom. Then, according to Romans 1.24, God gives them up, gives them up to the lust of their own heart. Oh, my friend, have you ever thought about eternity? Have you ever thought about where your soul will spend eternity? I brought a message last Wednesday night on this subject, the alternative to salvation. Do you know there is an alternative to being saved? Do you know where it is? It's in hell. Oh, my friend, the Lord gave me the Spirit, the freedom of the Spirit, to open up that thing as I had never seen before. Have you ever heard the weeping and wailing in hell? Have you ever thought about it? Do you want to think about it? Have you ever come up on a tragedy where there was weeping and wailing because of the loss of loved ones? I have. I've been to where houses were burnt down with a child inside, and the mother and dad was on the outside weeping and wailing. You can't describe it. Well, that's what it's going to be in hell. There'll be no pleasure there. There won't be no Miller Lite or Bud Light there, my friend. Won't be no, no, none of that. Won't be your friends won't be there. No, listen, listen, my friend. Oh, listen, when the Lord gives them up, has the Lord given up on you? This is what's meant in Revelation when he said, you're neither hot nor cold, neither cold nor hot, therefore I'll spew you out of my mouth because you are rich. You say you're rich and increased with goods and have need of nothing, not knowing that you're wretched and miserable and poor and blind and naked. Now that's our condition outside of Christ. Do you begin to see just a little of where Satan through his seducing spirits has led our folks today? The cross is a symbol of death. And when you take the cross out of the gospel, you have no power, no Holy Spirit conviction, which is an ancient mystery. Listen, it reveals to the sinner his state of corruption, his total depravity, and his sentence of death. The cross of Christ stands for the abrupt end of a human being. Adam's race is under the sentence of death. It must die. There's no way of escape. God cannot wink at sin, nor can he pass over or forgive sin unless it is paid for by a substitute. That substitute is the Lord Jesus Christ. The gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ makes, knows and makes no compromise. No, my friend, do you have a substitute this morning? Have you ever thought about that you, ha you must have a substitute in order to be saved? That's salvation, Christ becoming your substitute. Many times, many times, oftentimes, I've told a story about there in the, in the Civil War, back those days, many days, when uh, several of the uh, southern soldiers were captured by the northern soldiers, and one or two or three of them were sentenced to be uh, shot because of uh, treason. They were, they were spies, and they had been caught, so they, they had a day set to, to execute these three men. And one young man there that was in a, also a prisoner, he went to the, to the captain of the guard, and he said, uh, Sir, would you allow me to take this man's place? That he has a wife and six children back down there in, in uh, South Louisiana. I know him. He's a friend of mine. And would you just let me take his place? And the, ca the captain thought it was awful, awful strange. He said, well, I'll have, to, I'll have to check higher up to see if you can do that. So he spoke to his commanding officer, and there was terrible times then, many things. Oh, it was such a terrible time. But the, the Lord prevailed in the thing, and the, the officer said, okay, it was all right. 
So they lined them up, and this young man stood there in this other man's place and was executed by the firing squad, and they buried him there in that area. And the story goes that many, many years later after that, when the man had gone home and resettled with his wife and children, many years later he carried his family up there to that little cemetery where they were buried. And he found the grave where that young man was buried. And oh, he raked the, the grass and the straw back off of it and mounted up the mound on it and took his handkerchief and rags and wiped off the little old tombstone that was there and cleaned up the name. And his children had never heard the story. And he sat there and told them that this man took my place. This is where your father was supposed to have been buried. But this man, this young man, he called his name. He said, this man took my place. And now I'm able to be with you, my children. Isn't that grace that the Lord would do, allow that to be done? What love that that man had for his friend? Well, let me tell you of a far greater love this morning, my friend. Let the old trailblazer tell you of a far greater love than that. That was in our Lord. Our Lord took my place. He told God the Father. He said, let me take old Pendarvis' place. Let me go there. Oh, he's, he's just a sinner. But let me go there. Let these others go. Let me go there for them. And let me take their place on this cross so that they might live. And he did. He went there. He felt the scorn of Pilate's soldiers on his back. They took the Roman scourge and scourged his back. The Bible says that his visage was so marred that he could not be recognized. They pressed that crown. They planted a crown of heavy thorns uh, and pressed it down on his brow. And those sharp pointed uh, thorns pierced his beautiful sin-free sin head there, my friend, where no guile had ever been found in his mouth. But they pressed those thorns down upon his brow. And they took... They took a, a, a robe and put it on him and called him Hail, King of the Jews. And then they marched him out to Golgotha's Hill, made him carry his own cross there. And they laid it down, they lay it down on the ground and stretched our Lord there on it, stretched his hands out wide and his feet. And they nailed him, nailed him with spike nails down to that, uh, to that cross. Oh, yes, we see the pictures of the artist's view. They show it wrapped with a rope wrapped around his hands and his feet. But no, no. And they show a cloth around his waist, around his loins. But no, they stripped him, my friend. Stripped him there naked in front of that motley crew. And they hung him. They dug a hole and dropped that crown, that cross, in that hole and, and dropped it in there and stood him up between heaven and earth. And that crew mocked him and gambled for his clothes and shot dice. And they waved their heads at him and wagged their heads at him, saying, If thou be the Christ, come down and save us and save thyself. The thieves on the cross railed at him. Oh, in his dying agony, my friend, they railed at him time after time. And then the Roman spear took this, the Roman soldier took the spear and pierced his beautiful side, and out came blood and water, my friend. All of that blood trickled down to the ground because of you and me. He died for us. He died for me. Can you say he died for me? That's right. That's right. Up here in the tabernacle above the choir stand, above the arch here, above the podium, there's a gracious plaque up there Pastor Shelton had printed many years ago. He got an artist to come there, a painter, and paint on that, on that plaque. Christ died for me. And when the man got up there, he printed 
printed it all out, and he come got the pastor, and he said, I'm ready for you to look at it. And the pastor looked, and he said, no, you have it wrong. He said, well, that's what you wrote. He said, no, look at your script. He, you have Christ died for us, but Christ died for me. Did he die for you? The old painter had to hang his head and walk out and get up there and repaint it. But the pastor drove the truth home to his heart. Did Christ die for you? Could I ask you this morning, my friend, when Christ died there on the cross, did he die for you? Can you can you look up at night or look up in the day or lay on your bed at night and look up and say, thank you, Lord, for dying for a sinner like me? Can you do that, my friend? I can. I can say, thank you, Lord. Thank you for saving the old trailblazer one day, making him just a child of mercy, just a child of grace, a child of God's love. You know why the Lord saved me? Because he loved me. Loved me before the foundation of the world. Washed away every sin. Did you know there's not one sin registered against the old trailblazer in heaven? No, no, sir. Not one sin. Not past sin. Not present sin. Not future sin. They're all washed away. They're blotted out. When you blot something out, there's no record of it. You can't go back and scratch up a record of sin against the old trailblazer. Oh, you can accuse me of all of these things. You can, uh, you can ridicule my mannerisms and my speech. But listen, what about my substitute? He says, uh, well done, my child. Come on home. And did you know one day I'm going home to be with the Lord? And I won't have to worry about uh, sin any longer, will you? No, my friend. Are you, able, are you ready to go home to be with the Lord? I am. I wish he'd come today. This is the old trailblazer, Pastor Albert Pendarvis, uh, saying, remember, our mailing address is Radio Missions. Post Office Box 1810, Walker, Louisiana, 70785. I wish you'd sit down and write me. Remember, this is uh, Pastor Pendarvis saying, write us and let us hear from you. Goodbye and God bless you. The Radio Bible and Book Room is a nonprofit ministry of the First Baptist Church of Algiers in connection with Radio Missions. We offer over 1,500 titles of early Puritan, Baptist, and Reformed works, including commentaries, sermons, devotionals, gifts, children's products, and a variety of King James study Bibles in regular, large, and giant print. For an online catalog and information about the Radio Bible and Book Room, visit our website at radiomissions.org. 